This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, and supporting listeners like you. Go to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click donate, or visit Patreon.com backslash TwoHeadedNerd to become a supporter today. Ha-cha! Yes? Ho, ho, ha, ha! Remember me, old chum? Jolly It is a Saturday before the 4th of July, and we are celebrating an all-American episode of THN cover to cover for Saturday, June 30th. Here's how it works. We sit here from 1130 to 1230 Central Standard Time every Saturday morning because there's no cartoons on, so we got to do something. Joey and I are talking all things comics with you nerds, and we're doing it live along with the help from our third bonus head, Mr. Willie Toots, also known as Jared Civitas. What up? You can call us at 402-819-4894, or you can click our Facebook Call Now button if you want to get in on the action. If you don't have time for that, you can feel free to leave us a message. Or maybe you can't get through because there's too many jerks trying to get through. Leave a message. We will get you on the show. I promise. Or you can send an MP3 to TwoHeadedNerd at gmail.com. Maybe you live overseas. Maybe you live on a different planet. Maybe phone reception isn't great. Send us an email. But before we get started with the show, Joey... I need you to reset the question of the week. Okay. This week's question, again, comes from Phil Lee via the THN forums. What short-lived comic series should have run longer? So when he says short-lived, he's saying something that lasted less than two years, 24 issues. Right. And not something that was officially counted as a limited series. Right. Something that was ongoing, that got cut down before its prime. His examples, Journey into Mystery from Marvel Now, Men at War from The New 52. Uh, His personal votes go to Zero, uh, a Christopher Priest spy book from the 90s, and Hero, the Dial H for Hero revival from the early 2000s that Matt and I can't shut up about. It was wonderful. He also gives shout-outs to Dan Slott's very short-lived Thing series and Next Wave at Marvel. Okay. You've got your question? We are also rapping about Morbius, the living vampire. There's an announcement this week that Jared Leto will be playing Morbius (laughs) in a Spider-Man spinoff film that probably has nothing to do with Spider-Man, just like Venom. Do we care? And I want your Morbius memories to see if there's any out there. There has to be a Morbius fan watching this show. I personally, like, I'm aware of Morbius. I've read many Morbius comics. Did you jump in on the Morbius? Okay, remember when they did the the Spirits of Vengeance and, like, all those books? Midnight Suns? Oh, we'll get into that. Midnight well, Suns, baby. We'll, we'll get into that. All right, man. I want to talk about your favorite patriotic heroes, because it's almost the 4th of July, but I'll tell you what. Captain America? I'm taking a knee on this one, dude. Off the table. There is no Captain America allowed. I want to hear about your other favorite patriotic I heroes. got one, then. Okay. <laughs> Good to have you back, brother. <laughs> If you're out there watching Luke Cage, I would love to talk about your feelings on that. I am up to episode eight right now. Almost done. Uh, dude, uh, I finished that shit the first weekend. I haven't finished it yet. I'm a busy man. So proud of you guys. They announced the, D- the DC app this week when we don't have a price point, but we have an idea of what's going on there, and I want to know if we're excited. We know slightly more about it. Right. A little more than we did. The phone lines are open, kids. Shout out to our oh, early viewers, I'm listening. Ethan Harrison, Harvey Locust, Cotton. I'm listening. Oh, man, we got... Corey Michael. We got the C-Pod is listening to, to, to us today. Who? 
Corey Podwinski. Oh, okay. The C Pod. The C Pod. <laughs> he sounds gross. <laughs> C Pod and his wife Ashley is the A Pod man. They got uh, the, oh, nice. The, there's a pod. The C Pod of the A Pod. You can call us at four zero two eight one nine four eight nine four. Get us started with some discussion. Right now, let's get into it ourselves. We talked about Morbius on the regular show for a little bit. I argued there is no well of Morbius <laughs> like storytelling I, that, out there that, why? that we need. What is with these um, movies? Am I wrong? What is the movies with these spider side characters that have nothing to do with spider This is Sony movies. desperately trying to cash in. That's all it is. Hmm. Desperately trying to cash in. Okay. And, and uh, we didn't test the phone line. No, we didn't. Let's test it real quick. Someone's calling about. already. I know it. This is too soon. Do you ready? Just be yeah. jabbing. Yeah, or anybody else can like tell us on yeah. Facebook. It's not working. Yeah, nobody's it saying anything. Working out there it's working. It's working. Hit me. Well, that's Joe. Yeah, Joe. Hey. Yeah, uh, it's Sony desperately making a cash grab. They are banking that Venom is going to be hit, and Venom will make some money just because it's Venom. Mm. I think it looks stupid, personally, and I don't care about Venom yeah, without Spider-Man. Watching none but of that stuff. even less, even if Morbius was in the Spider Universe, this is Morbius running around with Spider-Man. I don't need that movie. Well, you know, man, come on. Who cares Somebody about Morbius? Does. Who? <laughs> like, what is your favorite is Morbius gonna, story? Is he gonna like? And then, what costume is it gonna be? Is it gonna be the deep V? You can't do that. The deep V, oh, or like now when they did Midnight Suns, they kind of did the deep V again, yeah, but it then, was then there. it had like some webbing. Yeah, it had armpit underneath webs. Underneath the thing and yeah. the whatnot. I mean, I was all in on Midnight Suns like an idiot. I loved Midnight and, Suns, and like was like poly bagged. Number ones, let's get two of them. Well, you have to because you're going to read one. And then, yeah, man. And then <laughs> you rip And they all had like a little poster. poster. Inside, yeah, man, yeah, that yeah. Made yeah. into a big, gigantic poster. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Lilith. She, she was, so was such a dumb designer head, though. <laughs> was, she had like the pointy V head. It was dumb. <laughs> Thank you for calling DHN cover to cover. Caller, who dis? Uh, good morning, nerds. This is Cotton. 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 Hi, right, Cotton. Hey, gentlemen. How are we doing hey, today? It's been a little bit. Oh, man, we're doing all right. I uh, switched my schedule at work, and now I'm working graveyard, hence why I haven't been calling in lately. Oh. But I just got home, and so I saw the update, and I thought I'd call in and say good morning. All right. It's been a long day, but you're off work. Let's wrap. What do you want to wrap about today? Um, well, essentially, I just wanted to uh, talk about how cool it is that the uh, Invincible is coming to an animated series on Netflix. Yes. I'm we sorry, hope on so. Amazon. We on hope Amazon. so. Yes, it's Amazon. Correct. I and I think it's awesome. I think it's a totally awesome idea, but it needs to be an adult, violent bloodbath. You know what I mean? Oh, I, they can't do it any other way. No, realistically, no. It has to be. They can't neuter that shit. Definitely, no, I will be super pissed. Not. It's the announcement. So yeah. It's the announcement of these shows that is making me like fine with the the price hike on Amazon Prime, you know what I mean? Right. And cuz now right. now I'm in, anticipating these shows, you know, like the 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 Lord of the like the Lord of the Rings and the right. and the Conan like bring them. And the one thing, a, okay, so me, Amazon me, Prime me, me. went from 9.99 to 12.99 basically. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. I don't have a problem with it because I order so much shit from Amazon and I get free shipping. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Amazon Prime pays for itself. Yeah, absolutely. 
You guys and it's like getting that, Netflix uh, for free Amazon on top of it. Doorbell thing, do you? Let those fools in your house. No, they don't do don't that. Don't you no dare come yet. in my house, dude. Okay, they don't I got do that. Hostages no yet. tied up. I don't <laughs> need anyone to see that. We don't have the robot drones either. <laughs> yeah. No, right. Well, it doesn't happen here in Phoenix either. I just uh, just heard that shit in the news. No, nah, and the key to the ziggurat is a mystic key, so I don't really want to hand it around. It can do all kinds of gnarly there's, shit. There's you like know. four different mystic. Uh, Keys and puzzles you need to do to get into the yeah, stamp ziggurat. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I'm not trusting and some stoner. The to password figure that out. changes every so often. <laughs> yeah. It's super annoying. It's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't even give the keys to the entrance, man. Cotton. One of the um, other things we're doing this week was talking uh, patriotic heroes because it's almost Fourth of July. Um, but I don't not have the patriotic heroes down. Uh, anybody besides you know big old cap, but he, I guess he said he's not allowed. No cap. Um, no cap. But um, a world without uh, cap. I have nobody to give you off That's all right. Of mind, man. That's all right. Um, but did you guys uh, say that the, um, the question of the week was a series that ended or before it's... Uh, yes. Before it, okay. Well, it ended uh, too uh, soon. We Can Never Go Home, does that count? It seemed like it was supposed to be longer than essentially the issues that it came out with. We Can Never Go Home, yeah, it was supposed to be an ongoing series, and I think it ended after three issues. Uh, yeah, three or four. Yeah, they uh, never even finished is, the story, shame, right? It, you know, it seemed pretty good. It was great. Uh, it was really right, good. Right, right. Enjoying that. That's a Black Mask book, right? Yeah. Something yes. happened with that Black one, Mask. and we were talking about it on the show at the time how Black Mask, and we didn't know whose fault it was, but Black Mask had this explosion of titles that came out, and they were talking about this new series and that new series, and then all of a sudden nothing was coming out from yeah, Black Mask. Yeah, crippled with lateness. Yeah. Yes. So we Late. have no idea Late. why. Maybe there is more. I don't know. I hope so. It was a fantastic book. I, I, I concur. Completely concur. But yeah, I just wanted to throw that in. And this one came to mind that I looked at my panel real quick. I was like, there's the one that was missing and one that didn't seem to, to ever finish up its run. Yeah, it was a great one. That was another uh, one of those books where they like had the titular title moment, like in the very back of the first issue where like both characters turn and like look at the reader and go, we can never go home. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, um, how do you gentlemen feel about the toxicity that seems to be running a, running rampant on Twitter between creators and fans? I keep seeing hate from both angles, and I don't understand it. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day... Twitter in general is kind of a cesspool right pretty, now. Yeah, it's all pretty... See, I kind of love Twitter, personally, because it is so ridiculous. When it gets like this, it gets super friggin' annoying. But I do think we need to remember that we're all people and people can be shitty regardless of who they are, whether you're a fan or a creator, you know, there's no exceptions here. And it's easier to be shitty online. I got another call coming in. I got to let you go, brother. You have a good one. Thank you for the pleasure. Enjoy your weekend. See you, Cotton. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover caller. Who this? JD got a catch. JD. How are you, sir? Good, good. Nice. Author of Tales from the Marble Lake House, That's J.D. Got a Catch. J.D. Uh, yes. works for absolutely no money. We keep him in a sex kennel on the bottom of the ziggurat, but he does a good job here, and we appreciate it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, those are the favorite kennels. Yeah, so they I mean, are. Yeah. Come on. For, <laughs> out of all the kennels down there? There's the cages, and then there's the sex kennels, mm-hmm. and those are for the ones we like, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> J.D., yeah, what do you want to wrap about today? They got... They're the only ones with the special properties that can exist, both in the ziggurat and at the lake house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. And, yeah. and that is a bitch to put together, let me tell you. Yeah, it's magic. Don't yeah. ask me to fucking explain it, okay? What do you want to wrap about today, J.D.? <laughs> uh, well, speaking of magic, uh, answer of the week. Okay. Oh. Uh, yeah, my favorite book that I just really wished would have gone further was uh, Jeff 
uh, Jeff Parker and Tom Fowler, uh, Mysteriously Unfathomable. <laughs> yes, mm. that book was so good. That was a really good book. I don't think that's that even was a print. fun series. Yeah, I'll bet that's not even I mean, a print. It was, yeah. Well, I think what happened with this book was it happened right at the point when Wildstorm kind of folded into DC. Yeah. Yep. It was uh, the one of the last gasps of the Wildstorm imprint. Lay a quick solicit yeah. on these nerds that don't know. What was it about? Uh, well, it was basically about this uh, reporter from like a free paper that volunteered uh, to cover a seance and she finds out that the guy running the seance is actually the real deal. And he's also kind of a prick <laughs> and enough. he takes her on as his newest assistant in a long line of reincarnated assistants, kind of like, uh, but it's just, it's got like, it's got shades of Dr. Strange. It's got shades of Dr. Who even. Uh, and it's just, just this kind of wild romp with this, really deplorable lead character who's charming as hell, but just horrible. And uh, one of the things I really loved about it was, uh, uh, which one was the, was the artist? I think that was Fowler, right? Fowler. Tom Fowler was yeah. the artist. Yeah. Yeah. The way Fowler depicted mysterious was just so cool because he did not make him a handsome leading man in any way, shape or form. I mean, he's got this, kind of drunkard's bulbous nose and a, and, a, and, a, and a big gut. And, you know, it's just the art in general was just delightful to just follow. It was really, really cool. And everything about it suggested that it was, it was intended to be a bigger deal. It was intended to be a more of a continuing thing. You know, yeah. they even had a little tag on the cover, Mysterious Mysteries and things like that. But Probably should have been a Vertigo book. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would have sold image. better. People would have understood it better. And this is yet, like you said, that time where Wildstorm was getting sort of swallowed slowly by the DC universe, and we had no idea yeah. what was going on. I just I mean, uh, like I, back then. I, I think it would have gone when, well at Dark Horse too. Yeah, probably. Back then, I mean, I'm sure it's creator owned, so they could probably take it somewhere else if they wanted to. Yeah, I'm sure. But like back then, when you had the three imprints, I don't know, like what the decision making process was. When it came down to like, what books should be Vertigo and what books should be Wildstorm? Yeah, totally. You know, like, yeah, well, this was this was before DC had Wildstorm. No, Wildstorms had uh, no, it DC's was, had Wildstorm since 1999. Yeah, it was still there when the Authority oh. came out. Oh, it was right. It was right before they folded Wildstorm yes. altogether. That's yeah, yeah, right. And then incorporated. Uh, I should have been not too long before the new 52 launched where they actually incorporated Wildstorm into the DC universe. That's when they yeah, really yeah, stuck right. the knife in Wildstorm's heart. They <laughs> like, really murdered it, you know? Yeah, that's just, <laughs> yeah. Yep, they had to completely yeah. start over from scratch and let Warren Ellis do something weird with it for it to make a proper oh, comeback. That book, oh, that book is so ridiculously good. Oh, yeah. JD, we are also I talking just, patriotic heroes that are not Captain America. Mm. Your favorite patriotic hero that is not Captain America. This is 4th July time. Because Cap is just too easy. We're taking him <laughs> off the board. Come on. Uh, Jack Staff? Jack Staff is a good one. Patriotic. But Jack said Staff patriotic. is British. He's not, he's not <laughs> hey, man. American. Fair enough. I'll, I'll accept it. Okay. Fair enough. 
<laughs> Jack Taff is a British guy. You just always got to throw a wrench into the works. I appreciate that. Thanks. <laughs> that just opened up a bunch of Canadian characters for you. Though, <laughs> that did. It absolutely did. From here forward, let's stick to American. Birthday. No, hey, listen. America's birthday. I was, listening to, I was listening to last week's episode, and I wanted to pitch in with uh, my favorite fictional sport. Okay. Uh, Fizzball from uh, Sam and Max. Sizzball. Yeah. I don't know that one. Oh, oh, it's, uh, yeah, it's basically, a, you only need three things to play it. Uh, well, one of them's optional. It's a raincoat. But two <laughs> things is just a, a case of really, really, really crappy warm beer. Okay. And an axe, and an axe handle. Oh, well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds like a hell of a game we got brewing here. Let me see if I can find the instructions. It's, it's, the, it's the in instructions? the bonus at the back of Sam and Max surfing the highway, which like, is one of my... Like they thought it out? They, they, they came up with rules for Sizzball? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. It's pretty much a one-page thing. Right. I'm woefully unprepared. But, <laughs> it's exciting yeah, radio. I mean, there's, there's, there's different <laughs> points in like, the, way the, the way the can like breaks and spins in the air. <laughs> Weird. Oh, yeah. It also and it's sp- super dangerous, so it, it makes it even extra fun. Okay, then. There you go. I'll tell you what, J.D., I'm going to give you some chance. Ah, here we go. We let's, got it. There we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I will. All right, so equipment. Uh, ready to play. All right. Equipment is get yourself a few cases of that cheap, nasty beer that's usually found stacked on sale near the checkout counter right before national drinking holidays. Steel reserve. You'll need, an, you'll need an ax or a mattock handle of some kind of primitive looking branch. Think okay. atomic war club size. Yeah. The pitcher ready to play. Shake the can vigorously until the little ball starts rattling. Oops. Wrong game. Use your own judgment. Get about 15 feet from the batter to pitch. Really easy underhand pitch is used. You're not trying to strike the guy out. You want to see the can blow up, right? <laughs> so Better swing like a mad swing like a mad ape. The object is to hack through the soft middle of the and split the can wide open. Yahoo! Some fun. <laughs> so uh, yeah, fielders. What are you gonna do? Try to catch a shredded metal can? What are you, stupid? <laughs> no points That's are scored. Fizzball is non-competitive and promotes cooperative behavior. Uh, Everyone gets to see beer cans bust open. Yeah. Everyone pitches in to carry line drive victims to the hospital. That's Everyone fun. plays toward a common goal, the mutual aesthetic appreciation of raining froth from and shimmering <laughs> aluminum shrapnel. And don't forget the fun of making a big stinking mess. Sizzball sounds like, like a blast, man. That's, that's fun. Yeah. Baseball with oh, uh, yeah. shitty beer. I love it. That sounds great. Yeah. JD. Oh, I'll take a picture of this two-page spread that has the all the stuff if I can't find it online. Please do. Please do. <laughs> because if we're going to play, we want to play right. You know, like I'm, I, I'm a stickler for the rules, if nothing else. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for uh, your Sam call, Max, buddy. I gotta, Sam like, Max is great. It is great. I love Sam and Max. We got to open this up for some other callers, though, JD. I will talk to you soon, brother. Thank you for your call. Later, guys. All right. Thanks. See you, Jeff. Uh, after a long hiatus, JD is back, and I just published uh, the first of many new installments of Tales from the Marvel Lake House nice. just yesterday. Uh, so look for that on com and more to come. Uh, Flips and Bennett have both chimed in on the uh, Facebook page about their series. Okay. So Flip says, whatever happened to Severed? 
Uh, so Severed was a limited series. It ended with oh, so it was seven or eight issues. Yep, it was a limited series. It was very good, though, and I would have read more. It was fantastic. And then, He says that he'd heard that there was supposed to be more, but yeah, nothing ever happened. I don't know. That was Scott Snyder, right? Severed? Yeah. 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 And then Bennett Dyer says, how about God Hates Astronauts? That seemed to end out of nowhere at issue 10. It did end out of nowhere at issue 10, and it was because it was, uh, Ryan Brown. There's right? so many series Ryan that Brown. did that where they're like, well, you know, I, I think of Rokun. Uh, no, no, it's pronounced Rock-On, but it's spelled Rokun, and it came, I believe it was a Wildstorm or Image. Wild, yeah, yeah, and it was Nick Bradshaw's. You got to look it up fantasy book and it the first two issues are just like number one number two then but by the time issue three came out it said number three of six so it's almost like that book wasn't doing so hot and they were like wrap it up bro they well they do it all the time yeah ryan brown said look i love so do books like that count yeah no sure yeah you could say that yeah if you wanted to see more of it uh the god hates astronauts thing was ryan brown was like look we're not making any money so we're gonna do something else so he just kind of Called it and uh, started doing something else. I would also argue, like, I loved I loved God Hates Astronauts. It was hilarious, but I think it worked better in short little blasts on the internet. Instead of, like, a, instead of a comic series. book. Yeah. And then just, like, do the internet comic and then maybe do, collect them yeah, after so sure. long and put do an it, issue out. Totally. Do it whenever you feel like it. But I think, like, the monthly grind of it. Probably got like, okay, now I gotta be ridiculous. I've gotta come up with this stupid stuff. Right, right. And then you know, people and just get over it. Yeah, that can be really hard. Hmm. I can't imagine. So let's uh let's reach into our mailbag, shall we? Uh Bennett is cotton. Cotton, I'm sorry, Jared outed your secret identity on oh, the Oh, cotton. I didn't out him. I just said his name. I didn't say That's he true. was cotton. And you by the did. way, yeah, Joe Patrick just outed him. You connected. <laughs> I don't know how much of a secret it was. Jesus, Joe. Seriously. This is oh, how people shoot, get killed. It is my fault. I'm sorry. This is how people get killed, Joe. All right. My man Joe Bankus threw us an MP3. Let's see what he's got for us. Hey nerds, casual comics guy Seems like you've been dodging me here I've been sitting by the phone for months Saturday afternoons Lazy, hot Ohio afternoons In the rain Just waiting for you to call me During the the Cover to Cover Live podcast That's not how this works, Joe you never do. Yes, I know I haven't been updating my blog, casualcomicsguy.com, or my Casual Comics cast. So what? You think you're better than me? You guys think you're so smart. You missed all the obvious answers to the questions of the week. I don't recall the wrong answers you gave over the last few months for a variety of reasons. Your needless hatred of the greatest Marvel character, the Vision of all time. Oh. Your statement that Cloak and Dagger were drug users from their origin clearly said they were being experimented on against their will. These distractions have left me paralyzed in anger. But with the help of my daughter, Casual Comics Kid, say hello, Cassie. Hi. We're traveling back in time to try and answer a bunch of questions of the week. And because we have a dumb time limit on MB3s, where your live callers can blab on and on for days, we're trying to do this quickly. <laughs> THN style, it's time for the question of the week. Dad, make a video game a comic. Judge Dredd, obviously. 
Lighten up. Make a lighter version of a darker property. Boba Fett, the bounty hunter, just like Dog the Bounty Hunter, a reality show focused on the bounty hunters in the Star Wars universe and their terrible, mundane, everyday redneck lives. <laughs> What's a magic key one? TARDIS. Duh. Gritty remakes. I want to see the Muppets slash Jason take Manhattan. That crossover would be awesome. <laughs> Best fictional mom. Sue Storm. Avi. Crossover character and universes. Doctor Strange in the Harry Potter universe would be awesome because they would have their magic wands going pew, 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 and Doctor Strange would alter <laughs> reality all around them and obviously own Voldemort and all the rest of the Harry Potter, Potter characters. Whoa. That's it. Ludicrous speed round. Question of the week. Thanks to the Casual Comics Kid. Casual Comics Kid. In the house. See you later, nerds. <laughs> Well, that, nice. We gotta watch those recording levels, kids. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> uh, Joe, a lot of things to unpack in this call. Yeah. First, you call us. Yeah, we're not yeah. gonna call you. We don't yeah, you know you. This. You take that anger and you funnel it towards your child too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Children don't aim it for. Don't aim it at the ziggurat. Yeah, that's what kids are for. You own them. You can smack them. All right. <laughs> uh, I did like his answers though. I did too. Doctor Strange in the Harry Potter world is kind of a no-brainer. I'm shocked no one thought of it. Let's unpack this cloak and dagger thing. Okay, they, I, I admit they were, yeah, they they were tested on, but weren't they also like homeless drug addict kids? I, I feel we didn't say that they were drug addicts. I feel like we said that there was a lot of drugs involved in the original right. series. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, who can remember back that far? By the way, I'm five episodes in on Cloak and Dagger. It's still fucking great. <laughs> it's really good, yes. <laughs> it is the biggest emo crybaby show in the world, and I friggin' love it. Oh, oh my god, it's good. I'll get to eventually, like, that stack of comics we were talking about. And there was a thing that happened in episode five that was, like, a direct call to something that happened in Luke Cage. Really? Yeah, no spoilers. Yeah, that's kind of cool. That's yeah. The first series or the new series? Uh, something that happened in, I guess it would have been the first Luke Cage series. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I was a little like, huh? Hey, what? holding hands. Yeah. Everybody's holding hands. Like but, when they did that in Legion, the first season of Legion. Yes. When, when they revealed his dad. Yeah. It's kind of like, ah, yay. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, it's good to hear from you. Uh, we don't hate you, okay? But we will fight you just to prove that we're more badass. Yeah. And we do think we're better than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the record. Bring your kid. Come on, dude. I, br- I, br- I beat up kids twice your kid's who's, size. Who's sitting in the ziggurat and who is outside yeah. somewhere yeah we're just saying that because we're tough guys on the internet and you can't find us and no, so. yeah. <laughs> don't actually show up okay <laughs> okay we got one more voicemail here say it's willowa no Damn. it isn't no willowa i need that i need that little, we have two little more music I need that little music maybe we need to pull up an old one just to listen to it <laughs> this is our friend bs the three go ahead and load Come on, Google Voice. Load it. Load it. Pack it in. This is Black Scorpion number three. Calling about uh, questions of the week. Um, I missed my opportunity to make a pitch for a Captain America, or sorry, Captain Carrot and his zoo crew uh, uh, video game uh, last week, but I think that would make for a fun Diddy Kong racing sort of platform oh, sure. or a Super Smash Brothers platform. But hey, oh. that was last week. And now we're talking about this week. What went too soon? Aerosmith. The the cryptic oh. um, story. There's a nice world that that he built, one with uh, magic and dragons and World War II. Um, I thought that was pretty great. And um, 
I wish I could give props to whoever called in last week and mentioned Aerosmith because it made me dug out, uh, dig out the John. issues and reread them again. Good series. Gone too soon. All right. Do well, all. Bye. But wasn't that a limited series designed? I don't know. I, I, I feel like it was. I can't remember if it was or not. Because It that, came back for a second volume that may yeah. not have been limited. And at that time, I mean, regardless, really? that's fine. A second volume? I don't remember there being, like, I just, I don't remember. At that volume. time, they were doing a lot of that. I could like, be wrong. This is a six-issue story, and if it sells, you will get more. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they would, and it was like the opposite of what you were saying, where they'd be like, a new ongoing series, and then they'd be like, number five of six. <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. And it was sort of like just testing the water with creative owned stuff. Aerosmith was fantastic. Yeah, I is. guarantee it's not in print. I I I had the singles and then I uh traded them in and went for the, the collection. I've still so. got them. It was Matt Smith and who was the other one? It was Kirby Usiek Kurt and Busiek. Carlos Pacheco. Yeah. Army, Kirby Usiek and Carlos Pacheco. Yep. It was a wonderful book. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And people actually that com- that book comes up quite a bit here with us older dudes. Because it's rad. It was super rad. Yeah, wasn't it World War One? Yeah, it was World War One ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like right in between, but there yep. was a world of like magic and dragons and yeah. There's all ogres and, and like they still had guns and all stuff. the all the there was like the flying art, uh, the flying dudes, like a whole and they all had like a little dragon familiar that kind of. Oh hunt, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they could like fly through the air. Yeah, like wizard shit, man. It was cool wizard shit, man. Four zero two eight one nine four eight nine four. We want to hear from you. Uh, Phil Lee in the chat says Cloak and Dagger definitely both used drugs. Yeah. Okay, man. Yeah, they were street I'm, kids. I'm not fighting the situation. They were on the streets. Now, somebody, like a bad guy, did kidnap them and, and do stuff to them with like, he was like, oh, you kids want to party? And they were like, yeah, bro. <laughs> and they like took drugs and turned them into Cloak and Dagger or whatever. But, you know. they rec- I believe that they have retconned that. Oh, I'm sure. In the, in recent years i'm sure i don't believe that it was drug related oh it was it was drug related but like they were experimented on and it untapped their latent mutant powers which is stupid like why do you need to make them mutants are they they're not still mutants though that got yeah they're they're are now they? they're considered mutants god. they were on the x-men god they when what uh during matt fractions era what? maybe or immediately hmm. following Hmm. I remember teaming up. I don't to remember the being internets. like on Dude, the they were team. on the X-Men. Dagger had an X logo on her, like, skimpy-ass unitard. What? Yes. I don't think unitard is the proper nomenclature anymore, Joe. You're unitard. Sorry about that, folks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you looking it up? I'm trying to. Okay. While we're doing that. I'm not good at searching the internet, though. It is, like, I don't know how it works. It is the week before the 4th of July, and we're talking patriotic heroes that are not Captain America. I would like to bring up one of my favorites. Probably also, you could argue, uh, one of the worst dressed. Terrible costume. I'm going with Jack Flag. I loved Jack Flag. And Jack Flag had, like, red, white, and blue hair. <laughs> he was such a patriot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am looking at an image from a comic book cover of the X-Men with Cloak and Dagger Bing. as part of the team with X logos on their costumes. God, that is so stupid. That is so dumb. Mm. Maybe, was it was it Dark X-Men? Was that Sweet, the name dude. of the book? Dagger was one of the seven Dark brides. X-Men, I hope not. That's a dumb name. Because they did Dark Avengers. Thank too. you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who dis? Harvey Lucas. 
Harv. Harvey. How are you, brother? Good. How's it going, guys? Well, we're just kicking it, you know. What do you want to rap about yeah. today? Uh, answer of the week. Hit us. Let's hear it. This one's actually getting a movie, but it went 26 issues. Okay. Fair enough. Gotham City Sirens. Okay. Hmm. That was uh, Harley and uh, Poison Ivy, Poison right? and Catwoman. And Catwoman. And Catwoman. They were all yeah. there. Mm-hmm. There's a movie coming? Yeah. Yes. That's, yeah, why that's the, what I heard. That's why that first issue uh, variant by J.G. Jones right. said in price. <laughs> like, um, I think oh. they're calling it Birds of Prey, though. <clears throat> Are they? So the birds... I believe oh, so. wait a minute. They're going to replace Gotham City Sirens with the Birds of Prey? Like they're going to make Poison Ivy and Harley... Birds of prey. Well, it's not. It's obviously not going to be the birds of prey as we know them. But yeah, it's it's the Margot Robbie Harley Quinn team up movie. I believe they're calling it Birds of Prey. Uh, they should just call it Gotham City Sirens. I don't understand. Uh, yeah. Tell us about Gotham yeah, City I mean, Sirens. It's a cooler. It Paul Dini. You know, it, it it took place like uh, started like right after Hush had um mm-hmm. had had uh, taken Catwoman's heart out. And she got it healed back up, but she wasn't really at 100%. Holy cow, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah man. Gilliam, yeah. Gilliam March was the artist for uh, like at least a dozen issues. He's super talented. And then he vanished. Yeah. Yep. A friend of the show, Jeremy Hahn, did an issue. Oh, really? Oh, nice. Yeah. Jeremy, good for you. Um, yeah, and, uh, you know, it, it, uh, it was, yeah, she was like not at 100%. She gets beat up by a thug. Um, Ivy saves her. Ivy is, has, um, I think it's Riddler. She's ha- has him like drugged up and held as like a hostage and yeah. living in his house. I remember this. And Harley, Harley's with her and she's like, we should all just, you know, team up and watch each other's back for a while. And, you know, this is when Hush is going around as Bruce. Bruce is dead. Um, yeah, that was a whole mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all coming back to me now. That was a real mess. <laughs> like, they wrote themselves into some serious bat corners there. I forgot about, yeah, Catwoman getting her heart ripped out and shit. <laughs> Man. <laughs> was, woo! That was a different time, though. You know? She got much yeah, better. Yeah. I think, I think it fell victim to New 52, if I'm not mistaken. I believe yeah, you're right. you're right. That would have been right about that time. Yeah, it and probably not their fault. And it was a pretty good book when it started. It wandered off, as I recall, and I just sort of fell off the title. Yeah, which is too bad. But I would much rather see, yeah, like a Gotham City Sirens movie than replacing my Birds of Prey. Well, That's yeah, stupid. But especially since they tried to do Birds of Prey as a show TV series. Oh, no, don't like remind flopped, me. So, like, oh. why why resurrect a failed um, title for uh, a show? Uh, I don't yeah. Know. Ugh. Was the Birds of Prey well, show, was that the one where Catwoman was Bruce's daughter and had, like, cat powers? Right, because the, everybody it, knows the, the Huntress about was, Catwoman's cat powers. The Huntress was the daughter of Catwoman and Batman. And she had, like, cat powers. She was like, kind of, kind And her like, eyes got weird. I just remember, shit. I never saw it. I just remember seeing the full-page ads in it the It was comics. a piece of shit. That That's what I hear. That's what I hear. God, it it lasted less than a season, but they did make 13 episodes. Ugh. And the good news is, is that you'll soon be able to rewatch all 13 episodes on the DC Universe streaming app. <laughs> Bang a gong. <laughs> They're going to pull the free rights down off of YouTube and make you pay for it now. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, guys, I'm going to open the blinds again. <laughs> all right, Harv. See good ya. to talk to you, man. Bye, Harvey. Thank they didn't see. 
they didn't say shit about having any of the CWDC shows on there, but they were like, yep, Birds of Prey, guys. <laughs> Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman is going to be on there. Oh. We spent upwards yeah. of two hundred dollars on getting the rights back for this content <laughs> for the DC app. We talked about the DC app a little bit on uh, the main show. The news was we finally got like what Joe was just saying. We finally got some news about what is going to be on there, and there's going to be several shows that sucked, like Lois and Clark, which I would argue not a good show. Wasn't a good show. It lasted four seasons. It so did. Doesn't mean Smallville it was a good show. Be on there. They're gonna get Smallville. On there, there was no announcement for know. Smallville. We did not see that. Well, I mean, obviously they couldn't they couldn't list everything that's going to be on there, but there was some very weird omissions. Like they didn't mention anything about the current slate of very popular DC shows. Yeah. What about the early? Which, I wonder if it's a rights issue. I guarantee it's a rights issue. Well, no, I, it, it's probably not a rights issue. It's probably more to the point that they don't want to hurt the product. I mean, in a their streaming eyes. rights issue because yes. those shows are currently in a streaming agreement with like Netflix. That could be true. So as maybe well. they have to wait for that agreement to run out before they can add them. That could be absolutely true as well. I mean, but it, they also get in this like we don't want to hurt the product. The product is doing very well where it is and getting very good ratings. And if we put up streaming, no one will watch it there ever again, right? Well, and- don't put up current episodes. Just do it like Netflix, where you put up like right. The previous seasons. Or do it, yeah, two weeks after or something. You can watch it here or something like that, you know? What it, about the earliest, uh, early 90s Flash? I'm sure that'll be It's good. on there. It's, yeah, it'll be on there. I liked it. Yep. Yeah, I, uh, as I recall, it wasn't bad. It was all of the original Superman movies. Uh, uh, the Wonder Woman TV show. Quest for Peace, that's going to be on there? All four of them, yep. Oh, Jesus. That one is a real A bunch stinker. of the DC animated stuff. <laughs> I think that that what's that, was that Superman four? Yeah, I think that's where they got the idea to do the dark Superman suit. Maybe, <clears throat> maybe. Yeah, that was the one where they went because his like his, when he's bad when he's when bad Superman's walking around. Yeah, flicking uh, peanuts. Oh, that's at, Superman three. Oh, that was oh, three. That's Superman three. That was that, Superman three. That suit is just as dark as it is in Man of Steel. Pretty much. Yeah. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover Caller. Who this? This is Zach Hollowell. Zach Hollowell. How are we today, sir? Hey. Good, good. Just got a haircut. Well, we got some uh, Brussels sprouts I'm about to eat. Everything's pretty good. Not hey. bad, man. Don't let them get yeah. too cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Brussels sprouts and bacon. It's fine. It, it cold, it'll still be delicious. Yeah, right? absolutely. Okay. What do you want to rap about today? Yeah. Well, so uh, you're talking about uh, patriotic heroes, correct? Yes. That aren't Captain America. That are not Captain America. Yes. Well, this one only appeared for like two pages. Okay. But it's one that I think about. All the time. All right. And actually, right. like under our current political climate, I think about this. Um, do you remember America Commando and his Minutemen? Yeah, it was spelled like Americando, right? Like A-M-I-R-C-O-M-M-A-N-D-O. Americando. Yes. <laughs> he, he was in uh, um, Kingdom Come. Yes. And he's like on top of the Statue of Liberty talking to all the immigrants. And he's like, we don't have room for you. We don't yeah. even have Kansas anymore. Yes. And we're going to scourge you from the land. You know, like, and his guys start fighting him. And then, like, a red, white, and blue, three dudes, like, with parachutes come in that are called the bystanders who start, like, <laughs> catching them on fire. And it's just, like, the most insane, like, nationalist American thing I can think of. Yeah. He was and a crazy it's, nationalist. It's the patriotism yeah. that I think is happening a lot in our country right now. Fair enough. And I, I always come back to that page. Yeah. Of, 
Yes, America, I'm standing on the Statue of Liberty, the thing that says we welcome you. Right, and telling me, and telling you immigrants to it. fuck off. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay, here's some Ameri- know, America Mando trivia for you. America Mando is a name used by several unrelated characters of the DC Universe. It was originally the alias used by Mr. America when he infiltrated Germany during World War II. Really? Yes. There you go. There huh. you go. So I had it, no idea. It came that's, from that's somewhere. That's why you have the comic book podcast, Matt. There you go. Well, and <laughs> Google. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Don't let him fool you. Yeah, I just plucked that out of my brain for you, Zach. There you go. Well, Little nugget yeah. for you, brother. Well, thank you for calling to inject some racism into the show. Whenever I can get it. (laughs) We appreciate you calling to inject some racism into the show, Zach. Thank you. Hey, well, anti-racism, anti-racism. Pardon me. Yeah. Obviously, you shouldn't be doing. Yeah, we got to protect. Just clarify. You're right. One person listening who is like a big Infowars fan. That is wrong. Oh, really? (laughs) I I can't agree more. (laughs) All right. We got another call coming in here. See you, Zach. Thank you for calling cover to cover caller. Who this? It's Brian Domingos. Brian Domingos. Dingo, dingo, dingo. It was your birthday last oh. week, wasn't it? Um, two weeks ago. Two, two weeks ago. Weeks. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, not, go, guys. You're not Thank special you. anymore. Forget it. <laughs> I know. Old news. Old news. <laughs> what do you want to rap about, brother? Um, I think the question of the week is is pretty good, and I'm excited to hear everybody's answers. I thought zero was a really good example of yeah. um books that ended too early zero x e r o right yes yeah yeah the one from the uh the, the example and yes the, uh, the, it's it was phil right phil lee mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um that's a good one um from that that era of dc there's like chase and aztec and Ugh, young yep. heroes in love and like all those book uh major damage like yeah. really cool yeah. oh major damage i forgot yeah. about major damage oh major bummer Major, major bummer. bummer. Sorry, oh, major, yeah. major bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, major bummer. They got the rights back and ended up putting out a nice collection through Dark Horse, I believe. And didn't Major Bummer show up in the newest uh, Young Animal? Wasn't he bumming around really? that? He was in that universe somewhere. He like wasn't on any teams or anything, but That's he appeared. Funny. Well, he wouldn't be on a team. Oh, I that dude's know. a slack-ass piece of shit. He yeah. didn't want to do nothing. <laughs> he was a piece of shit. That's what he's famous for. The, she- the late 90s DC, they put out a lot of great, very creative, diverse books. Absolutely. Chase was and a wonderful. almost book. none of them lasted. <laughs> Did Manhunter come out? Was that the return of Manhunter as well? Manhunter was later. Manhunter okay. was in yeah. the 2000s. Okay. I really that liked that. That was a good that. book, yeah, that, too. I really that was that. around, like, Identity Crisis. Yes. Yes, you're right. That book was excellent, too. Was I, can't re- I can't remember who wrote it, though. That was uh, Mark Andreco. Mark Andreco. Thank yeah. you. Yes, Mark Andreco. And it's, it's weird. I did a reread of that a couple months ago, and like our, it was, it's a little dated because it's like it was so progressive for like 2005, 2006, right. Right. that now looking at it, it's like, ew. like it's almost like, <laughs> um, I don't know, like, what would you call it? Lace face? Like, it's like, ooh, like it's a little like <laughs> the gay stuff's like really over the top. Where right. Yeah. At the time it was like groundbreaking. And now it's kind of, you know, it's a little passe, but right. Um, you know, you got to respect the heritage and, sure. and uh, that character's so cool. And I wish she'd come back. Absolutely. Because- I do too. She was a great character. Uh, Manhunter is, is uh, a rare example of a book that was actually 
saved from cancellation. Like it did come back briefly. Yeah, I do remember that. It got um, canceled and fans freaked out and DC like brought it back and then they're like, there you go. Okay. Oh, look, it failed again. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. And up. again, nobody bought it. <laughs> Thanks guys. Yeah. Shut up. Great job. <laughs> I hope, uh, you know, that she was such a great character and I know that they've name dropped Kate Spencer uh, around in the new 52 and, and since then, but no, no sign of Manhunter. Isn't there a Kate Spencer character on one of the TV shows too? I believe they mentioned, yes, I believe there is a Kate Spencer, but she has nothing to do. It's just no, in I, name only. Yeah. But it, I want to say like an, like an Easter egg, green arrow, right? Yeah, probably arrow. So. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's an attorney. Something like that. Yeah, they've teased us for a while with it, but no, we'll probably never see the Manhunter again because I think everybody that knows about that character and cares about them is talking to each other on the internet right now. <laughs> so there you go. Well, hey, if we if we all pre-order, that'll be uh, four copies. There you go. There, you, know, you, there you go. There you go. Because we demanded it. There you are. <laughs> because right. the four of us demanded it. <laughs> Dingo, it's always good to talk to you. The 4th of July is coming this week. We were talking about patriotic heroes that are not Captain America. Uh, is there anybody um, you would care to highlight? Geez. We brought up Jack Flag. We brought up the Americamando. <laughs> um, I, you know, it's not patriotic for us, but I think Union Jack's pretty cool. Okay. Um, I yeah. love the, uh, the John Cassidy, Ben Robb miniseries. Yeah. Um, from the nineties, like, and it, it's like the book, like, Oh, he did this right, you know, right before planetary. Like yeah. and you can see all the, the, the inkling of what he can do. Um, Jack it's all like excellent. handguns and, um, you know, revolvers and knives and cool looking costumes. And, um, it's a fun book. And I mean, I don't know anything about union Jack, but I thought that was a good one. I don't know if there's a whole lot to know about union Jack. <laughs> uh, oh, sure. There's a long history of union Jack. I mean, He's like the, He's like the third. It's like a fam, it's a, like a familial title that's passed down. He's like the third guy in the line. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of Union Jack history, I, but I mean, you have to care about Union Jack, I suppose. <laughs> um, yeah, there was I, another Union Jack mini, uh, not too long ago. Mike Perkins did the art. That one was really good too. I forgot about that one. That was really good. Yeah. Yeah. That was like five. Yeah, uh, it was I during. Own, it came I out during Ed Brubaker's Captain America run. Yeah, like six, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I have two trades of those two. <laughs> like, yeah, I think Christos Gage and Perkins. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, just just that. So, um, yeah. So, um, you guys have a, have a safe holiday and don't come back missing fingers. Please. Try not to. No promises. No promises. You know, All right. Dude, dude, I'm talking to you. Be careful. <laughs> I'll do my best. Look, I got a toddler, so we're yeah. all we're all safe zone. Like we're like snakes. <laughs> And like snakes those, and sparklers is all, and those snaps and those stupid tanks. tanks yeah. yeah. Oh, and he loves the dog that like poops. And oh farts. yeah, yeah, yeah. The pooping dog. Yeah, that's a good time. Oh. Dingo, happy Fourth of July! Thank you for your service to this country and to the THN forums. We appreciate it. Yeah, man. Oh, no problem. <laughs> all right, buddy. <laughs> let's. Uh, He's a goddamn let's hero. Up. All right, and you will respect him. <laughs> Oh, 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 I want to catch oh. up on the chat, but the phone keeps ringing. Yeah, I was going to say, Joe, there's a lot of people piping up. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover caller. Who this? Greetings, nerds. David Robbins calling. David oh, Robbins. Hello. How are you, my baby? It's been a while. Uh, it's been two weeks. Yeah, a couple weeks, but we miss you. Yeah. You know? That's a while. Yeah, that's a while yeah. in my book. All right. What do you want to rap about? 
Matt's got a memory like a call, goldfish. Want to call it an answer to the question of the week? Hit us. Okay. So I don't believe this was a preset maxi series. Uh, and I think they sped up the end game of the plot when they realized the book was canceled. Okay. But uh, I would have liked to see Maverick from the late 90s go a little bit longer than it did. Mm, I oh, love Maverick. Maverick. He was the, <laughs> drawn by a young right? Jim Chung. Yes. Yeah, that was like right. Jim Chung's first Marvel work, wasn't it? Probably. Early uh, on, dude. Not sure. But it, it was the story of uh, him trying to settled things before uh, legacy virus took him out yeah he was sick yeah he was dying <laughs> and he was going around and like he was like apologizing to like old people that he worked with and shit and he didn't he decide yeah. he was gonna like kill Sabretooth before he left or something like he was in aaa I, I think that was part of it yeah yeah man that series was totally great and then something happened and he got like de-aged he didn't die yeah well they cured the legacy virus i think they brought him back you're right. He died. No, he did die of the legacy virus, yeah. and then he was brought back somehow. I don't remember. Yeah, it was something stupid. The original legacy but hero. I, yeah, I, w- I would have liked to see that go a little bit longer and and kind of explore that that story with him on like the farewell tour a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, and they just they had to abruptly cut it off when they went. Nah, and you're done at like twelve. Well, and I loved that whole like wolf pack that ran around with cable, like it, yeah, all those characters pack. that came out. Pardon me, the six pack. All those characters that came out of there were awesome. Bullet and Maverick <laughs> and Grizzly and friggin' Domino. Like, all those characters yep. were so Grizzly. cool. I love Grizzly. Oh, I love Grizzly. And uh, they just I, never did Kane. anything with them. I also love Kane, Kane because Kane he can shoot his fists. Yeah, that was He's his whole thing. He's got rocket fists. Uh, that was his whole thing. He didn't wear a shirt. He it fired was, his fists off. <laughs> that was right about the time uh, that they had the, the kick-ass uh, Electra series going on, too. And about three months after they canceled Maverick, they canceled that Electra series as yeah. well. Yeah. That was a really... I believe that was Mike Diodato. Yes. Did the, the art on the, that one? The Greg Horn covers? Yeah. Yes. No, yeah. that was later. Okay. That was Greg Rucka. Oh, Greg oh, Rucka. Oh, oh, uh, that was right. a Marvel Knights Now book. I yeah. remember the Diodato covers. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Greg Horn's uh, were in the like the next yeah. run, yeah. like I think five years later, they, they did another yeah. run of Electra, yeah. and those were uh, Greg Horn covers. Yeah, yeah the, and the, I remember the story was really good because it was by Greg Rucka, and everything else about it was... Pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah. We have not seen yeah. Maverick in the Marvel U for quite some time, right? I can't so, remember the last time I, I had totally forgotten about him. He has until, not been around. Until just now, so. Yeah. I loved that character. <laughs> I don't even remember what he did. He was just a badass with a gun, right? He was kind of like Grifter. He had like power. Like, he was a mutant. He had power, but I don't remember what they were. going on. I can't remember. Now we got to look. God damn it. To the well, internet again. He was, he was a little bit, like, bishopy, where he had powers, but didn't really use them all that much. Yeah, his superpower like Bishop, was guns. Bishop was always like the the powers were the the last resort kind of thing, and he stuck with guns most of the time. Right. And then he somehow he'd get the, he'd lose his guns, and everyone would go, "Oh yeah, Bishop can shoot energy blasts." Did he ever channel those blasts through the guns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was his thing. Like he channeled uh, his blasts through the guns. He could also like shoot shit out of his hands, but I don't think it was real, like uh, accurate. You know what I mean? Like the the guns helped him focus and like fire his stuff. Okay, I've got I've got yeah. Maverick pulled up here. I'm looking for here we go. Powers. Let's see. Chris Bradley could absorb ambient static electricity from the atmosphere. Typically, Chris's body harmlessly expended this energy. However, he was able to store and release it for a variety of effects, such as obscuring his features. What? Channeling it through conductive material, forming protective shields, or generating electric arcs. 
Chris was also able to absorb electricity from electricity generating sources to empower himself. So this was Godzilla. Was, Ma- was Maverick created roughly around the same time as Havoc? That they went through a period no, where everybody no. just ambiently absorbed things no. and they could explain why they couldn't shoot things all all the time. Havoc was way older. But this okay. was definitely 60s, yeah. that group of like characters from the late 80s. No, I'm going to say mid-90s, right? Mm-hmm. Early to mid-90s that all had some type of ambient energy absorbing power that you cannot yeah. describe and does nothing. You okay, know what I mean? Yeah. So- um, the character you were describing, that was the second Maverick. Chris Bradley is the second one. Oh, yes, he's the younger um, one. You're right. He became he became a, a character named Bolt and yes. joined the New Warriors. Yes. He's, so the original Maverick was named David North. Got it. Boom. That's the one I'm thinking yes. of. Yes, he's the one that got uh, old and died. Yeah. Let's see, powers and abilities. Oh, and he later became Agent Zero, which was um, uh, in that crappy Weapon X series that Frank Thierry wrote. Ugh. North's primary mutant power is the ability to absorb the kinetic energy generated by an impact without harm to himself. Guess who else does that? Yeah. Bishop. <laughs> like, yeah. There's, yeah. <laughs> there's no limits to his power. North is able to survive falls from tremendous heights, energy blasts, and being stuck by superhumanly strong foes without being injured. St- oh, struck. Sorry. <laughs> it's also Gambit in a way. Either too, or. Right? Yeah. Like I mean, all those characters back then. They go, ah, I do stuff with kinetic energy, yeah. which means whoever's writing me can do whatever the fuck they want with my powers, basically. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he had a slight healing factor. And guns. Yeah, man. Well, he had guns. a slight healing factor because uh, I think he came out of that Weapon X group, didn't he? That yep. everyone out of that group had so. a, a healing factor of some sort. Yeah, yeah. The weapon. But he X couldn't project. like regrow arms or anything. He was just like no, 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 no. He was immune to diseases and toxins, and he could heal from moderate injuries. Because he debuted in yeah. the Jim Lee X Men book. Yes, right? alongside yeah, Omega yep. Red mm-hmm. and stuff. Fueled by the betrayal, North became one of the most efficient covert operatives. Yeah, he was pissed off about Weapon X. They tested on him there. Yeah. Okay. Oh, after the virus claims his life, he is resuscitated by Elena Ivanova, uh, who was the the blonde Black Widow. There you go. Oh, Elena Belova. Yep. I liked that. Oh, Black you know what? Then that that's Black not Widow who that is. I read bad. that wrong. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Her name is Elena Belova. Yeah. Elena Belova, a pale little spider. That's that's the the blonde Black Widow. Yeloni yeah. Baloney. Okay. Yep. yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yodelahi who baloney. Yep. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> David, thank you for your call. That was a great answer. Maverick. You're, I, you're I, quite welcome. I miss that series. I still, I'm going to have to dig around, dig that out, see how it aged. I'll bet it didn't age well. Uh, hey. Yeah, but you know, we can always remember things fondly. There you go. Yeah. That's what we do here. Yeah. We do it every Saturday from 1130 to 1230 Central Standard Time. We remember shit fondly. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> Thank you for your call, sir. Have a good 4th of July. Right, stay, Be careful out there. You all do right? the same. Stay cool out there, guys. See what we yep. can do, buddy. Thanks, David. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, you said you wanted to catch up on the chat. What was going yeah, on? Yeah, all right. So uh, we're going to hit the quick ones first. Uh, Jean Genevieve, welcome aboard. Oh, I work with Genevieve. She's awesome. 
Jen. Uh, she wants to know, or no, she wants to say that there should be a 4th of July X-Men movie about Jubilee. Yeah, she says oh. Jubilee is, pa- pa- uh. I think she's saying that she's patriotic because uh. she shoots fireworks. Uh. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, she says I'll have to send Marvel an email. I think they'll like it. Oh, yes. I agree. By all means, let's get Jubilee a movie. Jeez. Is uh, she still a, Dare is, Neely, is Dare Neely still also a vampire? seconds Jack so, Staff? Jack Staff. Uh, Patrick Gautier, the goat. Uh, patriotic heroes, Alpha Flight. Absolutely, sure. Yeah, big dude Canadian. is Canadian, so it's only fair. There you go. And the, you know, Canadian Fourth of July is way tamer than American Fourth of July because Canadians are just chiller. Uh, also, they don't Especially celebrate American Independence Day. Weed. God, you sound so ignorant when you say stuff like that, Joe. Jesus. Oh, uh, uh, you know. <laughs> uh, Phil Lee says uh, his favorite patriotic hero is Patriot because he loves it when heroes get their powers from drugs. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and we've got, oh, uh, Tom Barrett says Banner loved the green stuff. I'm not sure what that means. His yeah. power does not come from green stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, it comes from being mad. You yeah. know, gamma, gamma energy. Gamma, the, the gamma, gamma was green, yeah. though. The gamma sure. shit was green. I guess. Oh, uh, Canadian 4th of July is tomorrow. There you Patrick go. Says. Yeah. All See? Right. Happy Canadian 4th of July. There you you guys don't know anything. Tomorrow's July 1st. Happy Independence Day. They're across the international Canadian date line, though, so right, it's yeah. different there. It's weird. It travels north. Yeah, I don't know how it works. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then finally, Kyle Fox asks, or he says, not sure I can call in today, but I wanted to ask, with the world seeming to be on fire all the time, what are some good reads to keep us optimistic or maybe something just fun to distract us from real life? Optimistic, happy reads to distract us from real life? Yeah. No problem. Teen Dog. You go out Fuck yes, and teen you dog. pick up Teen Dog. <laughs> teen Dog is amazing, <laughs> okay? It was. I just, heard that they're making more. I hope I, so. I hope so. It is a cartoony, feel-good, ridiculous, just wonderful story about this radical skateboarding dog <laughs> that goes to high He's school. The coolest kid in school. He <laughs> yeah. just happens to be a dog. <laughs> yep. His nemesis is named Thug Pug. Yep, and it is a pug that wears chilling, like a leather pizza jacket and rocking with spikes. Out. Sweet. And he, Thug Pug has a skull in the back of it and on his jacket, and it just says hate on the top and you on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Teen Dog is so like oh. unashamedly upbeat. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It sounds like the dumbest shit in the world. I get it. And I know you're like, what are you talking about? It It is hilarious. It's sweet. It has a heart. And yeah. it, it's just so cute. I love it. Teen Dog, baby. Teen Dog is Teen like dog. Encino Man. He's all about nugs, chilling, and grindage. Yeah. Oh, my God. Totally. Okay, Teen Dog's the kind of book where it's like if they were to come to you and be like, I'm sorry, you and your mother both have incurable cancer and you have a week to live. Here is your copy of Teen Dog. <laughs> you, you'd be like, that's not so bad. <laughs> hey, what a at coincidence. Get, at least I get to read Teen Dog, you know? <laughs> you and your mother? Yeah. Weird, right? It happens. It's a bad week. It's, well, it's, like a, it's like a gypsy curse. You know, like you spit on the wrong gypsy and you both got cancer. So, uh, Sure. Other any Okay, other completely positive, upbeat. You oh, know what? Uh, Maybe we should save this uh, and do comic pushers next week. That'd be a good one. Let's do it. Let's do it. Then we can do some research. Cool. Yeah, we got yeah, some yeah, really yeah. bad news going on. We'll do some research and we'll come up with some positive reads so you can ignore the news. Nice. I love it. I love it. Fuck yeah. That'll be totally rad. Awesome. Good suggestion. Right. Who was that? Uh, that was uh, Kyle Fox. Kyle Fox. Nice job, Kyle. The Fox. He does good work here. 
Yeah, he does. All right, it's 1228. Uh, Let's get into our answers. In our waning uh, minutes, we did get a new voicemail while we were talking. Did we? Yeah, we did. Chuck it and then let's... Flagged uh, in the inbox. All right, all right, all right. I'm looking. Doodly-dee, who is it? It looks like we got a voicemail from... uh, Real quick, I need confirmation. Is Jubilee still a vampire? No. She got unvampired. How? Good. How? She's feeling much better now. Um, I don't, I did not read the story where she was cured, but I do know that it happened. Morbius did it. Yeah. It's probably Morbius. Look, I brought it back I think they'll address that in the (laughs) movie. Full (laughs) circle. Yeah. And then she's going to show up in the Morbius movie. (laughs) Here we go. I'm not sure who this is. Let's see who we got here. You can hear Mabel snoring. I I did. Even with, even with these headphones. That dog's got some real sinus issues. Hey guys, it's uh, Guillermo Rodriguez from the Facebook group. Okay. Oh yeah, you can also call me Will. Okay, welcome aboard. We'll decide um, what I to was call you. To, uh, to answer the question of the week about the comic book run that didn't last long enough, uh, I posted something a while back on Facebook about uh, Weird World. It was uh, yeah, there was yeah. a Weird World that ran along with Secret Wars, but yeah, then there man. was a Sam Humphreys, Mike Del Mundo run. Afterwards, it only lasted seven issues, and I adored it. Um, it was the story of a girl taking her mom's ashes home to Mexico, and her plane crashed in Weird World. Yeah. And she met up with a barbarian who hated wizards, and met a wizard who turned into a cat. And there was dog fighters who were dogs fighting in World War One airplanes. And it was probably the funnest book that only lasted seven issues, and I wish it lasted longer. So I hope you guys have a good 4th of July and stay safe and don't blow off any fingers. You guys have a good one. I suggest he seeks out the original Weird World uh, that w- appeared in uh, magazine form. Oh, yeah, that was okay. And they did collect it in a, in a trade. Were those in the Hulk magazine? No, or the uh, Mighty no, 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 no. It was like the Marvel Summer Special magazine or okay. something. I can't remember, but it was three issues. Uh, and then... Uh, it, it, it was an issue of Marvel Premiere, and then they did a handful of issues in Marvel Fanfare. Uh, there's a lot of Weird World before Jason Aaron took it over. And like I, when I uh, saw him in Kansas City, I was like, did you love those old books? Because I love those old books. He's like, I didn't know. He's like, I, he's like, I just... And he's like, old books? They just what? pitched me a bunch of things that I could write, and I, thought that, and I thought that looked cool. And I was like, but those old books... <laughs> uh, it's all about like Archon, right? Archon, the uh... yeah, he was the well, he was in the first. He was in the first limited world world, and then they did a follow up that was supposed to be an ongoing, because the first one was part of the Secret Wars, mm-hmm. and then the, right. the, the follow up, like they were like, oh man, people really liked it, and so then they did the one with the girl, right? And that one only went so far. It was so good. Yeah, it was so good, and Mike Del Mundo like just exploded yeah, his man. brain yeah, on those yeah. pages. Those, it, was it was gorgeous, so cool. Yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. Oh. Yeah, you get it all in trade. All that shit's in trade. Guillerme, I feel like uh, I didn't do too bad of a job pronouncing your name a week or two ago when it came up on the show. So thank you for clarifying. I think I helped you. Don't take credit. I'm pretty sure I helped you. You guys up. are both part of the same body, so <laughs> yeah, it's true. it works. Uh, welcome hats, aboard. Though. That's your first time calling yeah, in. Yeah, welcome aboard. I'm sorry we didn't. I'm sorry we didn't get you, man. But keep uh, trying. You did the right one thing. Last, one last answer voicemail. from the chat. Jesse Kiefer, uh, Occupy Avengers. Really? So much potential ruined by a crossover event. Mm. Really? 
Okay. Yes, but he also says that Occupy Avengers was absolutely the worst possible name. Oh God! For that, <laughs> yeah. Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> like, I, um, I only read the first issue. I think, yeah, we reviewed it, and I was just like, God, this is a terrible title. I'm not sure what they're doing here, and that was that. It was like a Hawkeye Red Wolf team up book. Yeah, I do love Red Wolf. Yeah, I love Red Wolf, man. Yeah, bad badass. Yeah, totally badass. Anybody that's like. Man, I'm just gonna use a, I'm gonna use an old school bow and arrow. Yeah, and I got a, I got a wolf. But I'm gonna wear a coyote on my head. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I don't need a uh, shirt. I don't need a shirt because it wasn't confusing enough. The current red wolf is actually, uh, transplanted through time. Oh, that's right. From the uh, the Secret Wars spinoff book, what was it called? Like 1872 or something? Yeah, something like yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he was running yeah, around with so, a two-gun kid. Yeah, that trade is sitting in a pile of trades I haven't read. Yeah. He could just be like the son of the original Red Wolf or whatever. No, <laughs> he was full-on transplanted here, and he was like... Yeah, it's time travel shit. Yeah, it's a whole thing, and then we forgot about that. There was a short-lived Red Wolf series, right? Yes, very short-lived. Yeah, I think it made it like five issues before it got canceled or something. Yeah, it did not last. Yeah, we tried. We, I remember we read the first one, and we went, ah. I wish that was better. <laughs> I don't really remember it, but I do. Yeah, I remember us talking about it. Let's get into our answers. Mm-hmm. Series that didn't make it, that could have gone longer, that you loved, that you'd love to see more of. Do you want the answer from 16-year-old toots, 25-year-old toots, or 26-year-old toots? Let's, whoa, whoa. Let's roll a D3. Let's roll a random D3. Hold on. I could do them all real quick. Roll. Do them all real quick, okay. starting in chronological order. Okay, okay. 1987, the flagship title from Flagship Comics only went three issues, was supposed to go longer, is Lug, Lord of Light. What? It is based on Celtic mythology and is, um, you know, kind of like good elves and, and, and there's been eons of peace between them and the Darklands, but then the... It's like Elric shit? Uh, but then there's this magic rose that helped keep the peace, and it starts to die. And then the Darkland dudes are like, let's move in and whoop ass. We've been sitting around doing nothing. And uh, so then they take seven <laughs> heroes and they send them to seven different worlds to find the new rose that is growing somewhere. And Lug ends up coming to Manhattan. And so all this like... Trolls and crap sure. pour into Manhattan, sure. and there's like a good fight, and like the last issue just like straight up just ends. Like I mean, like it, the story doesn't end. Like it's a cliffhanger, and then there's nothing. You're like tune in next ever, time. And there's no more. But we'll see if Luke survives. Luke, you know the Luke Lord of Light from the explosion of black and white comics. Okay. Uh, okay. Then where are we going to jump in to 25 year old toots? 25 year old toots. Uh, Marvel Comics is flailing what are we going to do with conan the barbarian we need to rejuve this dude so they're like we're going to do a comic called conan the savage and it's uh, going to be a magazine I remember this. and it's going to be we're going to tell creators we want your most savage conan this. story and yeah. go, go nuts and go wild yeah and like there's so much hype like in the first few issues where they're like this series is going to blow you away dudes it's going to rock and roll and it's going to be so over the top we got larry Strowman did it yeah, did yeah, yeah. story by issue eight, the uh, uh, letter page from the editor drops off. There's no word about what's coming next. Because there's nothing is and, coming. And, and like, I'm still waiting. <laughs> I'm still waiting for this Larry Stroman Conan. I'm like, I want to see Stroman do Conan's story. Issue nine, same thing. Nothing. Yeah. Here's just the stories. Issue yep. 10, stories. That's it. Like, there's no word of what happens. Nothing. The book just... Again, just because Conan doesn't have legs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Unfortunately, he does not. After a while, people just burn out. 
And so the books don't sell. Okay, and then 26-year-old is Battle Chasers, and I don't need to go over that oh, again. Oh, God. I've gone over that 100 times. Good Lord. All right. <laughs> uh so briefly, I know I said it was the last one, but Patrick sent me a private message. Our friend Aquaman superfan Patrick Kavanaugh. Maybe he doesn't want it read if yeah, it's private. Well, yeah, it's he private. sent me his thoughts. <laughs> he says he's he's not calling in, but here's his thoughts for the today. Question of the week, next wave. It's a good call. That yeah. book was not uh, originally supposed to be a limited series, but it became a limited series because Stuart Eminem got hired to draw Ultimate Spider-Man. Yes. Which was such a huge paycheck that there was no possible way he could turn it down. And Warren Ellis didn't want to do it without him. He's like, yeah, exactly. He's right. like, there's one exactly right. we created so they, together. They chose to end it. Yep. Uh, regarding Jared Leto as Morbius, how does this guy keep getting cast in anything? He is the worst. No, that's not true. No one has a favorite Jared Leto performance. Only a least worst Jared Leto. Bullshit. He, he won an Oscar. He won an Oscar for Dallas Buyers Club. He was amazing in that. He was hey, great. Man, he was great in Fight Club. I don't know Club. what to tell you. It's one man's opinion. He was, he was great in two movies with Club in the title. <laughs> <laughs> The Dallas Buyers uh, Fight Club. <laughs> 16-year-old C-Pod wanted more X-Men 2099. Ooh, oh, really? nice. Nice. Really? <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, he still talks about it to this day. Yeah, when no, we yeah. get together to play Pathfinder, well, I don't like, remember X-Men 2099 being any good. <laughs> <laughs> it had a sweet uh, oh, card man. stock cover for the first issue with metallic blue border. I'll give him that. Oh yeah, I'll oh, yeah. That. Just all the all the 2099 first issues had the same like yeah. trade dress. Yeah, man. absolutely. Joe Patrick, uh, do you have an answer or what? Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, for me, it is uh, Our Man, the series from Tom Pyre and Rags Morales. That book was awesome. It came out from DC in the uh, latter half of the 90s, so like 97, 98 maybe, uh, maybe a little later. And um, it was about – it was a spinoff of sorts of Grant Morrison's JLA. Uh where he introduced the concept of Justice League 1 million in the year 85,271 AD. <laughs> and one of the characters in that on that team was our man who was a uh, he had this spiel like, you know how every time uh, a Wally West comic opens up, it says, my name is Wally West. I'm the fastest man alive. Right, right. Uh, every time our man introduced himself, he'd say, I'm a sentient machine colony, <laughs> uh, Paul, uh, uh, Tyler tech robotics, blah, blah, blah. And, um, the thing is, is that he had the power of a God. He had, uh, he had absorbed the warlogog, which is an old Jack Kirby new gods thing. And it basically gave him like complete mastery of time and space. That wasn't like, was that? Metron's device? Is that what it he was, was? Yeah, it had all this stuff. He like Metron was his mentor. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, basically, so the original Hour Man, Rex Tyler, uh, his company thrives and and evolves over time. And by the time it hits the eight hundred and whatever friggin' century it is, uh, they're like building sentient nanobot craziness. <laughs> and Hour Man was one of those. Uh, robots, and he was imprinted with Rex Tyler's DNA. Yeah, and uh, so it, he had all of this power, and uh, so he comes back to the past, and he briefly joins the JLA, and 
uh, he's on this quest to find humanity, to like learn what it means to be human. Cause he's, you know, he's a living thinking being, even though he's not flesh and blood and he meets snapper car, uh, the original justice league mascot <laughs> who has the worst Jeez. name, the absolute uh, worst name. His real name is Lucas, yeah. but everyone calls him snapper. <laughs> uh, and snapper, uh, who at this point in his uh, life is this kind of burnt out like hipster dude, not like a modern hipster, but like somebody that would have been considered a hipster in like the sixties or seventies. Right. And uh, he convinces our man uh, that the only way he's going to be able to connect with humanity is if he gives up all his power. And so he like ejects the warlock Gog and way powers down He's still got all these crazy time powers, but it becomes more like the original hour man where he can like turn his hourglass and then for an hour at a time, he can use these time powers. Right. And he's just like on this quest to like find himself and to develop an identity for himself. And, uh, the first secret identity he adopts is this like pimply nerd teenager with this huge Afro. Uh, oh, and he names himself Tyler yes. and he gets sucked up into uh, a hell dimension that this demon has built inside of a shopping mall. It's like, it's like oh, super shit. quirky. Yeah, it was totally nuts. Like human interest type stuff. Um, and it was so fun and the art was so beautiful. Yeah, gorgeous. It art. had great guest artists like Tony Harris came on and did a couple issues. I loved that book so much and they fought tooth and nail for every issue they got. Yeah. Mm. And finally, like at issue 24, they had to call it quits. Definitely the best version of the character of our man we've ever seen. Without question. I love, yeah, I love So him. cool. I love that character. My choice is, uh, okay, I love Kung Fu comics and I love Kung Fu heroes. And one of my favorite things is a character that is so badass at Kung Fu that they can just like exist in a world of superheroes. <laughs> I love that shit. There was a book called Richard Dragon. In right. Mm -hmm. Early 2000s, 2004. It was a DC book, right? Yeah. Chuck Dixon was writing it. Scott McDaniel. Scott drawing. McDaniel was drawing it. And it was this examination of Richard Dragon, the character, which is sort of like um, their Iron Fist, but he doesn't have powers. He, uh, he, no. he couldn't, you know, like. He's like, uh, he's like their Shang-Chi. Yes. Total fucking badass. And like he was one of Batman's trainers and stuff. Batman learned some martial arts from him. And it was this awesome examination of like martial arts in the DC universe, how it works, how you can fight super powered characters with martial arts and shit. It was so fucking cool. And it was at going on around that same time. There was like Green Arrow was uh, replaced by his son, Oliver Queen at the time. And was also a no, martial. No, no, no. Oliver Queen is green now. Pardon me, pardon me. Uh, I Connor. Connor, thank you. He was replaced by his son, Connor, who was a complete martial arts mm -hmm. badass. Yep. Nightwing was still running very strong and was very martial arts heavy and stuff. And Chuck Dixon was sort of had his fingers in all of these books. I think Ollie Queen was back by the time the Richard Dragon solo book launched, but Connor was still very much around. Was he back 2004? Yeah, he probably yeah. would have been. You're right. He probably would have been. Because we were at Krypton when that came out. But it has been, like, since then. I mean, we have not seen, like, serious DC martial arts books since then. And I would love to see Richard Dragon ex just explore that world a little more. Uh, Here's something that is going to piss the shit out of you. What? Uh, what does that even mean? I don't know. Piss the, uh, piss it's gonna the piss you shit out of time. you. <laughs> it's going to piss the shit on you. <laughs> Gross. Uh, 
Richard Dragon was the main villain uh, oh. this season of Arrow. Okay. Except he wasn't named Richard Dragon. He was that's, named Ricardo that's Diaz. A, that's an Fuck Elseworlds story, so don't worry about it. Show. It's an Elseworlds story. Fuck that show. Don't worry about it. <laughs> he was total badass, though. God, I don't care. I fucking hate Arrow. Fuck that show. That is so stupid. Thank you to everybody that called in this week. Thank you, everybody that played along. Wait a minute, dude. Did we do? Did you do your uh, patriotic character? Yeah, Jack Flag, baby. Oh, you did, but Joe didn't. Oh, we didn't all do it though. No, we didn't Joe all do didn't. It. I didn't do it. Oh yeah. And what? Uh, and one quick question: Did Chuck Dixon write "Way of the Rat" for uh, Cross Gen? Yes. Man, no, I, I think that. that was Ron Mars. No, I think, yeah, he, Way of the I, Rat. No way. Joe's probably right. No way. I'm, I'm gonna side with Joe on this one. Thank you. Thank you for recognizing. <laughs> that was a rad fucking cross gen. It was book, a though. great way book, of the rap. Dude. So I would good. almost say cross gen in whole fits the answer of the week. Yeah, you know, I don't, there were so I don't disagree many with that. Good series. I don't disagree with that at all. And they just man. way of the rat, written by Charles Chuck Dixon. Smoke right. it, Joe. Damn it, Joe! I sided with you. Smoke uh, it. Then I'm wrong. Then there was another one. Uh, the Path. I was right at the, the beginning. The Path was a samurai book. Uh, yeah, that was written by Ron Mars. So yeah, th- I can see that was that's what I was thinking. Story of my life, dude. No, but myself. truthfully, cross gen. I think you could say like a blanket statement. It just yeah. wasn't around long enough. Yeah. Cross gen was fucking awesome. Uh, except it was a total nightmare to work for. Yeah, yes. sure. Beyond that, nobody beyond got paid. That. We were yeah. talking about the books. We're not talking about the. Industry. I know. I'm just saying, like you know, there's a there's a gray lining <laughs> to most good things. Yeah. What All right, Joe. Uh, patriotic character. What do you got? Uh, so I love like goofy shit, like the spirit of '76, mm. uh, who was running around in the '40s dressed like. Uh, a Minuteman from the 1700s. <laughs> Basically Paul Revere. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but my favorite patriotic character is a DC character named General Glory. And he appeared for a while in the Justice League International uh, General Glory. line of books. He was Guy Gardner's favorite hero. Like, he idolized him. Hmm. And he was like sort of a reverse Shazam when he... Uh, you know, he said his magic word or whatever. Okay. I remember this guy. Uh, he turned into an old man because he was an, he was young when he became general glory and he kept aging. But whenever he would become general glory, he would just still be like young, vital captain America type. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. Uh, nice. so yeah, general glory. And he was like super cheesy star and Guy head. Gardner like turned into a little mm. kid whenever he was around. Eagle it was, on his it was chest. a ton of fun. Yeah. He had red and white striped pants. <laughs> he was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. He had a huge eagle on his chest and a blue yeah. cow. General Glory. Nice. Love, love General Glory. I tick-tocked down a little bit. At first, I was like, Super Patriot, and then I was like, no. Super Patriot was fucking awesome. It was awesome. fun. And then, US agent. And then I was like, American Maid from Tick. Yeah, I love American but Maid. But it has to be Team America, dude. Team America? The movie. Team okay. America. <laughs> the motorcycle gang? <laughs> they didn't just have motorcycles, dude. Team America yeah. had planes? Jets, tanks, <laughs> and, and like anything they needed. Their headquarters was inside the Mount Rushmore? Yeah, they were G.I. Joe. talking about the puppet movie, right? Yes. Yeah, they were G.I. Joe, basically. They were yeah, no, awesome. I, I was talking about the motorcycle, uh, oh, the motorcycle talking, gang oh, from the I, 70s. Yeah, okay, I got Marvel. you. I got you. I left, I left the comic book realm and went with the... Went I with forgot the, about Team, Team America. Team America World Police. Yeah, yeah. Team America. Yeah. America! <laughs> All right, before we get out of here, we got a new question of the week we got to set up. Joe Patrick, what is the new goddamn question 
for these kids to munch on until next week. I would love to give it to you, but every time I switch apps, it kicks me to the top of the script. Oh, for crying out loud. Damn uh, it. Scroll, scroll, scroll. I got it. Okay. All right. Our next question of the week, again, comes from the brand new Goocher. Oh, damn. Phil Lee. Phil the Gooch. Lee. Yeah. The, Via the, the THM the, the blues man. He's officially the Gooch. What comic character or property would work? Oh, pardon me. I watched Batman Ninja this weekend, and it got me thinking. What comic character or property would work in a different era or genre? Would the Punisher be better suited as a wandering gunman dispensing frontier justice? How about the Teen Titans as a greaser gang, rumbling with other gangs like Infinity Inc. or the Outsiders? Also, bonus question... While stumbling from a local bar the next day, I wondered, what's your favorite fictional bar? Oh, damn. I love that That's a good question. We almost just like split that up into two totally different discussions. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. No, 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 no. I think it is because the second one is just a quick, fun little punch in. All right. I don't know. I could talk about my favorite fictional bar quite a bit. (laughs) Nah, too late. Um, Sweet. You know, but they did. So, yeah, we're... They did do a Punisher uh, on yeah. the frontier. It was a, yeah. a Marvel graphic novel, square bound, magazine sized. John Buscema drew it. I remember that. Joe Jesco cover. Okay, before we get out of here, kitties, what are you reading this weekend? I'm I'm reading uh, the Ring of Winter. It's a it's a D and D novel, Forgotten Realms. I told you guys about it. Nice. Aquaman, Superman. Nice. Picked it up for me. Joe Patrick. Uh, I don't know. You don't know. You don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't What's know. What you reading, Joe? I'm trying to think. I went. I've been binging. I was binging on the Batman stuff, but I'm kind of like needing to take a break. So I don't know. I'm catching up on Nightwing right now. Tim Seeley's Nightwing. It's so good. I'm it's gonna... so good. God, yeah. I love it. And, and like, and I, because I just caught up on Batman getting ready for the wedding. And then I was like, man, I miss like all my bat side characters. And so now I'm catching up on Nightwing. I tell to... you what I've been dying to read, to reread uh, Mark Wade's Fantastic Four. Mm. I don't know why I've got like this hankering to go back and read Mark Wade and Mike Waringo's Fantastic Four. Uh, Anchor away, man. That was a great... Lost him too soon. That was a friggin' fantastic series. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, and that's exactly uh, what put me on it, too. Speaking of him passing away, um, the anniversary of his death was uh, uh, two weeks ago, a week ago, and uh, there were people talking about it all over Twitter and sharing, like, old sketches and stuff, and I'm like, God damn. That'll do it. That dude was uh, so good. That'll do it. They did those badass World of Talos books. They just did Kickstarter for those big, super badass volumes. Talos was so good. They were so expensive. I wanted to get them so bad, but it was like 50 bucks a pop. All right, we got to get out of here. This is getting ridiculous. (laughs) Hey, and isn't it Superman's birthday, too? Today? I thought I saw that on... Uh, uh, a web page that it's a Superman's birthday. birthday. What I thought Superman's birthday was on leap year. Yeah. What do I know about Superman? Superman. He wears a cape. Birthday. And underwear on the outside. Favorably. February 29th. Superman's birthday. What the hell did I see then today? That's I don't that. know, dude. We got to get out of here. We uh, got shit. We're going on. I got to go home. Uh, now the Kents did find him on June 18th. Well, then maybe that was it. Yeah, I don't know. That could have been his. Earth, I don't know his Earth f- birthday. Earth birth. Thank you, everybody. Played along. Earth. We'll be here next weekend from eleven thirty to twelve thirty Central Standard Time. Uh, you can always call us four zero two eight one nine four eight nine four. Leave us a message about anything. This show, we we open it up. We go crazy. It's not just comics. We talk about all kinds of crap. You can send us an MP three to twoheadednerd at gmail dot com. Of course, we want to hear your answers to the question of the week. But for now, 
think that's it. This is Matt Bomb. Toots time! And Joe Patrick. Signing off.